So if I'm doing this to you. You're not winking at me? No, and I keep doing this because it's almost like. I thought you were winking at me. It's almost like when you get like hair. You know how, have you ever gotten like your bangs in your eye? And then you're like, well, that's why I keep doing this. My bangs are a little long, but oh, it hurts very badly. Hello. Hello. Uh, I'm strangely turned on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Oh my God, Becky. My gosh. Hello. And welcome to Tipsy Tales. We're going to do ASMR and we're just going to whisper the whole episode. We're going to talk like. Let me just tell you, when I was uh, researching for this episode, there mm-hmm. was an actual ASMR. I think there's a ASMR on about everything. Yeah, there was. And I listened to the whole thing and it was painful. That would that be was painful. painful. I couldn't. No. I couldn't do it. It seems like it's extra powerful. The wine or the, the mic? The mic. Mic. That one is the extra mic. powerful. Is it? Yeah. It looks pretty because it's all clean so and shiny. We're probably going to have a, a guest in an upcoming episode, I'm going to buy a new microphone. I'm going to get one of those because that one Isn't is it like the same. It No, that's a nice. What? It, it's a different one. This one's supposed to be better than that one. Wait. But when we were testing them out the other day, it was really, really good. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll get one too then. I was even and then thinking. we'll all of... have one. And these could be our backup mics in case something ever happens to our good mics. Right? Oh, these could be our travel mics. Yeah. Then you don't have to like, we don't have to keep loading and unloading mics when we travel i mean because we go places all the time we get these brainstorms we travel we in are. our mind i know but we're we're going to because that i listen i put out a lot today in my shower to the universe mm-hmm. of the things that we want yeah there's gonna be some good things in our future i yes. feel it hopefully it's covid slowing the fuck down yeah because 2020 we're going to get our camper, our little uh, Winnebago, and we are going to hit the road. Yeah, we, we've talked about this. We talked about this this week. We got I'm really excited. excited. I'm still excited. <laughs> I've been looking at them. First, I have to go rent something, and I have to take a mattress to Allie in Tucson and help her move to her little apartment in August. Oh, she got an apartment. I'm going to move Well, this no, she got a house. I feel like, okay, here, that's better. It sounds better. Yeah. She got a house. Um, okay. Connor and Leslie lived in this cute little two bedroom or one bedroom. And then next door, they demolished this house that was next door. We were like, what are they doing? Oh, they're building a frat house. Great. They built this giant house and these guys moved in and they were like the neighbors from hell. Allie's going to be moving into that house. Nice. Yeah. Weird how the world comes around because it's just a coinkadink. But, you know, I don't believe in quinky dinks. No, I know you don't. So, I don't either. It's pretty cool, though, that she's moving into that house because it's really walking distance. She doesn't have to worry about a parking pass. I liked it when Connor and Leslie lived there. And, uh, yeah, it's all right. I mean, I really don't want her to be, like, walking at night because that's not safe there. By the way, this is Tipsy Tales <laughs> where we talk about the Did paranormal we- and true crime and I'm Alma. I'm Carlene. We also we talk get, about everything in between. Did we get carried away? <laughs> what happened? I just figured we're going to just start recording now. Oh, okay. Since we, we were on a roll. I, I always love that when you pull a Kleenex <laughs> out of your cleavage. <laughs> just, just so casually right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like it when I pull Kleenex lip gloss and my keys out, and people are like, "What else do you have in there? You don't want to know." You have room to hide things. I do not. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think about it. I know I do you don't. It. <laughs> so the last time you were here, when you left, it was pretty much a shit fest. Oh. Holy heck, you have to tell people about that. Wait a minute. Can I just say, first, I smelt it. You smelt it. And I thought it was shorty. I was like, oh, it's a shorty. She no, farted. I couldn't say smell anything because I had allergies that week. <laughs> I'm like, I, it smells like shit in here. I'm like, no. And then I smelled my armpit. And I was like, no. <laughs> it, was, <And> then, <laughs> it was shit. We walked out because she was like leaving for the night. It was oh really gosh, late guys. at night. Yeah. And um, yeah. There was a shit fest. Like... Not an exaggeration when we say the word shit fest. This <laughs> it was is the definition of a shit and, fest. And here was Carlene. <laughs> She's like, do you need help? I can't. I can't. I'm leaving. Do you need help? Do you need help? It was, oh, my God. It was, it was I'm sorry. Everywhere. I got to go. I got to go. go. I got to go. I did. I was like, sorry, gotta go. I felt so bad, but I couldn't. I couldn't stay. Oh, my God. So apparently, like, I found out after the fact that uh, one of the dogs had gotten a lemon off the counter when because remember Serena made us fajitas that night oh yeah and she squeezed some lemon into it into the meat and she left the lemon on the counter and that's what did it the acid or something yeah or is it like poison to them obviously it's like poison and so I looked it up and apparently that's what it does to them gives them the shits okay that wasn't just the that was like how did that come out of one little dog I know we didn't even know we didn't we thought it was all the dogs yeah yeah (laughs) we literally did it was on the floor in on the baby's thing on the couch. couch. Yeah, is that my hubby? I don't know because he's really quiet. If it was, I know I didn't even hear him open the door. No, oh, that's weird. Yeah, huh. really. You guys gonna start recording, right? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, okay. We're done. Sucking all the pizzas. Oh. Oh, you ordered a foodie. <laughs> Should we jump right into it? Let's do it. Let's just go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Let's let's do it. Okay. Do you know who put Bella in the witch elm? Huh? Do you know who put Bella in the witch elm? Bella? Bella. In the witch elm? The witch elm. Huh? You're going to find out. (laughs) Is that what your story is about? (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Yeah. We try. Oh, fuck. What? <sighs> what? It's me. <laughs> I'm, look, you're the intruder in this one. Oh. Look, so look, you're you're going through, right? You're right. looking. It says, and you see a person, right. but you're not expecting yeah. a person. Who's that? Yeah, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's me. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Okay. Alrighty then. Shut your fucking dogs up. They're just like... I'm going to text Albert. Oh, they're hilarious. Can you make them stop barking? Can you please make them stop barking? They stopped. Oh, all on their own. I think you just put a... You put something out there. I did. Okay. I did. Okay. They heard me. Oh, my eyes getting bludged up again. Okay. All right. So that's my story. Oh, well, that was a good story. Good job. <laughs> now on to yours. <laughs> um, have you heard of... 
<laughs> All right. We're going to get serious now. Uh, no, we're not. Okay. We're I promise. We'll never be serious. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we've been kind of serious the last few episodes. I mean, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah, kind of. Sometimes I feel like we're like beating people up Listen, when I'm listening. We were professional telling our stories with some chuckles in the middle. Some chuckles? <laughs> I'm going to have to pee again soon okay. because we keep laughing. Should I hurry up? Okay. All right. On, <laughs> on April day of 1943, deep in the wind. You're too hard on yourself. Like, I, I think people are cool with us. You think so? Listen, who wouldn't be? I overanalyze things. That is just my life. It's, yeah, it's, you do. It's part of. You do. It's and, part of who I am. We kind of want. What we don't want it always to be the same, and we don't always have to be on. We just need to be ourselves. And well, we're naturally fucking amazing. <laughs> we're naturally something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who'd want. You know what I was thinking about that. People that are going to come to, like, I'll tell people, um, you know, if you want to get to know me, feel comfortable. I I have this podcast you could listen to. That could be a really stupid thing to do because. Right. Like, this lady is not serious yeah, at all. I am not going to go and have her bring through loved ones for me when <laughs> she's talking about farting on the air. <laughs> I don't know that to me that like that's a perfect hey most people love it all right we need to get serious okay. okay mom well at least let's just get on with the show <laughs> let's just do this for the let's whole show do this. let's do this let's all just right. talk like this all right like this all right all right like that okay one how are you talk like this okay i'm gonna like that i'm I'm going to the show like this. You the one who put Bella in the witch. Okay, go. Okay. Who right. put Bella in the witch helm? The, well, it's actually witch elm. Witch I don't elm. know why I kept saying witch helm. Because it's spelled that well, way. I kept, in helm. my mind, I kept saying it in my mind, witch helm, but it's witch elm. E-L-M? Like elm tree. Like yeah. elm tree. Well, why do you have an H right there? Because I just left it. Oh. Stop, stop reading my paper. <laughs> Okay. Didn't go, here, look. Do you feel right. better? I'm going to go like this. Who? Okay. All right. Who put Bella in the witch elm? Who put, put Bella in the witch elm? <laughs> it's Sunday. It's yeah. not Friday. You know, I think on Friday, sometimes we're just a little tired mm-hmm. by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And right now we're kind of like getting toasted a little. How many have you had? A few? I don't know because I just keep refilling it. So <laughs> oh. I can't count them. <laughs> You know, it gets down to right here, and then I just put some more in it. See, mine's just big gulp size, so nobody knows, really. Nobody. I don't know. How much have you had? One. One. Just one. Let me let me get to one, because you're going to love this. Okay. You are going to love this. Oh I've been God. so excited to, to share this been. story with you. You have been. She's texted me. This is like one of those stories where you're just like, this is why we do this show. Oh, my God. Because these are the ones that get me excited. Get me so excited. So excited about murder. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Is it murder? I think so. Okay. Yes. All right. So in April. So excited. In 1943. Deep in the West Midland County of Worcestershire in Hagley Wood, a part of the Hagley estate belonging to Lord Cobham, four boys, Robert Hart, Thomas Willits, Bob Farmer, and Fred Payne. Hmm. They're out birding. They're what? 
they're looking for bird eggs because oh, it's oh, like okay, okay. It, 1943. It's in the middle of World War, World War II. There's rationing. You know, families don't have a lot of food. So oh. this was a popular thing where they would go out and look for food. And they were basically trespassing. Mm. There's four guys. Four boys. Four teenage boys. Okay. So they're out in a part of Hagley Wood, a place where they're obviously not supposed to be, on private property, and they come upon this large spidery witch elm. Wait, what's a witch elm? It's a tree. Okay, okay. But... It's an elm tree. Yeah, basically. And Bob Farmer, as boys do, decides that he's going to climb up to see if they can he can find a bird's nest, because it looks like the perfect place to find a bird's nest and it wasn't a bird's nest that he spots in there it's the bleach white bones of a skull buried in the hollow tree of the trunk the trunk of the tree what yeah they thought it was bones of an animal and the boys being boys they pull it out and examine it and imagine their horror when they realize it wasn't an animal skull but a human skull with a matted patch of flesh above the Left temple with a clump of hair. <gasps> so it wasn't completely dried up yet. I'd, I'd say it was like probably hair. 95% of the way. Yeah. So it's yeah. that last little 5% that, yeah. or 10% that's so like... Ugh. They freak out. Yeah. And they're trespassing and they decide they're going to make a pact that they're Ugh. not going to tell anybody. They get a stick. They find some material in the tree. They wrap it on the end of the stick, they shove it in the mouth of the skull, and they put it carefully back into the witch elm where they found it. Okay. All right. They go home, and they have this pact. I mean, they didn't kill it. Yeah. And then Thomas Willits, who's the youngest of them, his conscience just gets to him. He's just (laughs) like, I can't deal with this, and he ends up telling his parents Mm. that night. Mm. That pact didn't last long. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad, but yeah. Yeah. So then the next morning, his father um, lets the authorities know, and they're out searching an area. They find the skull and the remains of a woman, and those remains were so tightly wedged into the tree, they have to get a lumberjack to come and, like, basically cut into the tree so they can get her out. How did she? How did she end up in the tree like that? That's the question, and that's the mystery, and that's the enigma that we are going to try and unravel. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Or... Do, 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 do. Yeah, this it's kind of the Twilight Zone. So, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, along with the remains, they find scraps of clothing that incidentally have the labels cut out. Oh, battered shoes. Actually, I think it was one shoe and mm-hmm. a gold ring, and like a wedding ring. Yeah. And in the skull's mouth, mm. they find a wadded piece of taffeta, which, okay, so I'm going back and forth between all these different, like, um, YouTubes and actually a documentary. Oh, wow. That is called Who Put Ella in the Witch Helm? Yeah. And um, it's by Jane Harris, which I guess she's a paranormal investigator hmm. in the UK. In all of them, this wadded piece of, depending on what you're reading too, like it, it never really, you're never really sure whether this water wadded piece of material in the mouth is part of that wadded piece of material that they stuck on the end of that stick to put her. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was my first thought. Yeah. So I'm never really clear on that. Hmm. Interesting. And, and some of the theories are that it was that piece of material. Yeah. Or is it something that was jammed in her mouth when she was yeah. killed? Exactly. If she was killed. I don't know. And that's another thought. Maybe she was climbing the tree and died up there. (laughs) Well, it wasn't a very big tree either. Oh. But it was an old 
witch elm and it was already like rotting and hollowed out in the middle i, I i'm a visual i gotta pull up witch elm because i gotta see what well it you gotta pull like. up this witch elm okay just pull up the story and just start scrolling through the pictures you're gonna see it and for you guys What's who need visuals i'm also gonna put it on our website so you, you know as you're listening to us you can log into tipsy-tales.com oh good one and you'll see it what's the title of it again uh, who put Bella in the witch elm? That's right. Goodness. Not only. Oh, it's witch like W-I-C-H. Well, in some spellings, it's W-I-T-C-H. And some of them, it's W-Y-C-H. W-Y-C-H. So, yeah. it's oh, got, There's different spellings. Again, that's why we're so. We, oh, yeah. See, and then on her. Uh, uh, W-I-T-C-H interesting i mean that's why i like pulling up a lot of different things and making sure like how we were talking earlier Mm -hmm. like going to different sources because you get so many different kinds of stories Mm -hmm. and the stories change and you want to we for me and for you i think we want to make sure we get the most accurate just the gist of it like the most what seems to be like the consensus right so another weird thing is the remains that were in the tree were missing a hand what? But they find it just like yards away no. or meters away, like depending on where you're from. Oh, kind of reminds me of like, um, what are those trees here that we get those beetles from? I don't know. That drop the beans. I can't think of the name <sighs> of it. What is wrong with me? Palo Verde. No, no. That's what that one looked like. Oh, yeah. That one looks yeah. like it. But you got to find the actual one because it looks more. There. It's It's weird. Like it, it's spidery. Like in the description, looks spidery. Oh! <laughs> she just saw the matted. That was a the, surprise. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. yeah, there's this hand. She's missing a hand, but they find it not too far from her body. So the when so the bones on the are, grounds, they find it. Yeah. When the bones were later examined, and that's that's like plays into the theories that that come after the fact. So when the bones were later examined in the West Midlands Forensic Science Laboratory by Professor James Webster, they deduced that she had died approximately 18 months prior, and she was about 35 years old with mousy brown hair. She was at least five foot tall and had possibly given birth at some point. Oh, no. Also, the most notable feature were her regular teeth, which protruded in the front. That's it. Oh, wow. I was not even picturing something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's bizarre. All right. So in the middle of that, somebody found the hollow in the middle of that. That is insane. So you guys, again, go to the website. Look at the picture. All right. Did you see this? Yeah, I don't think that's that's an actual picture, though. I think that's somebody's... Interpretation interpretation. of it? Yeah. Sorry about that. (laughs) I'm so shocked. She's like like scrolling through pictures right now. I feel like I'm watching the movie. Okay, so her most notable feature were her regular teeth. So they end up like going to all the dentists in the UK and like running these teeth by them and trying to, you know, match her identity in that way. Wait, is that her? That's, I'll get to it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. I thought it was her and I was going to ask you about her teeth on there. Okay. But yeah, yeah, that's, those are her teeth. Okay. 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 I'll stop so that I can finish listening and I'll go back as you tell me stuff. Go ahead. So she also had a tooth pulled at some point too. So that, you know, they used that for the dental records and stuff okay. and they weren't able to match it. No dentist in the UK came forward. What? They published it in a dental journal in the UK at the time and 
Nothing, Maybe she never nobody. went to the dentist. Well, she apparently she did because she did have a tooth pulled. Yeah, but. And Maybe no, she but pulled nobody. it herself. Yeah. So that was part of the mystery. <laughs> huh. Oh, well, that's true. She could have pulled it herself. Yeah. But maybe they deduced that the way it was pulled had to have been a dentist. Uh, maybe. But I don't know. I, I have no idea. So he also came to the conclusion, um, this professor, professor, sorry, guys, the, the whiskey is finally talking. <laughs> professor James Webster, who was part of the West Midlands Forensic Science Laboratory, um, deduced that she had died of asphyxiation. Okay, I'm going to try and get this out. <laughs> asphyxiation. I'm glad asphyxiation. I, I actually pr- pronounced Worcestershire. I oh, was, was going to say something. See, we I jinxed can't do it, it now. No, I was going to say something. Worcestershire. Yeah. Worcestershire. That was, that was I that's impressive. That. I practiced it. <laughs> I would have because done It's the... very hard to read it. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. And Worcestershire. not want to like enunciate everything. Yeah. All right. She most likely died of asphyxiation because there had been no trauma to her bones and because of the taffeta that had been found in her mouth. Oh, those kids. Darn it. Yeah. So we'll never know. Yeah. Also that her body had most likely still been warm when she was stuffed into the hollow trunk because if rigor mortis had already set in, there's no way they would have fit her in there. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't she would have been, been able stiff. To, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It gets it gets crazier it's because really crazy. you got to hear all the theories. The theories are wild. The theories are wild. Okay. So also with the pieces of clothing found, they were also able to piece together the outfit she had been wearing at the time of death. The clothing was of poor quality, a brown squirt, a peach petticoat, brown knitted cardigan, a cheap gold wedding ring. I like how they're like a just cheap yeah, gold cheap wedding. Gold. Her hair had never been artificially colored or permed. Mm. So basically a modest, unremarkable woman who in Britain during that time could be anyone because everybody, it was, it was the war, like more kind, everybody yeah. was rationing. Um, people had to like cut back on all the, you know. Like where we are now? <laughs> well, yeah. Have you seen Maybe a little bit worse. Yeah, worse. I mean, if, I'm sure. if we were out looking for eggs, I think that would be pretty desperate. Well, yeah, I'd say worse than us, but. Um, despite the identification and a sketch of the clothing, an artist's impression of the woman, no one came forward to claim her. And the police, and they published published her picture in the like all the newspapers and stuff. How and nobody, sad. Yeah. So nobody comes forward to identify her. Dental records in Britain were searched, like I said, and nothing. Um, and not only that, I mean, we're in 1943 and it was probably possibly like 1941 when this happened. Mm, that's so, true. I England was the UK was getting bombed, you know, with frequency in that area. It was also getting bombed. So there was a lot of missing people and a lot of missing women. Mm. So they were they had an uphill battle pretty much. The area had suffered three years of Luftwaffe bombing and life was hard. Of what? Luftwaffe. Luft. Luftwaffe? Luftwaffe? I've never heard of the that. The German. German. Oh, okay. Never heard of it like that. Luftwaffe. Luftwaffe? <laughs> Luftwaffe. Have you ever heard it like that? Um, I've heard the word before. I haven't. Like watching World War II documentaries. Oh, you're one of those. I'm one of those. <laughs> I'm one of those. Almost six months later, around Christmas, someone graffitied a cryptic message in chalk on a wall in, in large capital block letters. Who put Lubella down the witch elms, which spelled W-Y-C-H um, and then elm, and then dash Hagley Wood. Several other messages huh. followed around the West Midlands. And 
I think even before this, there was another one. Oh, no. No, this one was that. that sorry. It was the Lubella. Uh-huh. Several other messages followed around the West Midlands area. All some variation of the same message and also seemed to be written in the same hand. Soon it was shortened to who put Bella down the witch elm. Really? Yeah. All from somebody just... Okay, probably some kids. So, that to be the work of a hoaxer, it did give the impression that someone knew something hmm. about the unknown woman, but now they gave her a name. So, hmm. now she became known as Bella, whether that was her name or not. Oh, that just hit me. I forgot. Yeah. So, they didn't have an ID on her, so nobody knew her right. name. Right. So, now all of a sudden, she took on this... Bella. Bella. Whether that was her name or not, or hmm. if they were a hoaxer, somebody like was you know playing a sick joke or what. Mm-hmm. But it was happening over and over and over again. Like hmm. these messages, like Could cryptically scrawled. Yeah. Could be. All right. So now let's get to these crazy theories. Okay, go. The first theory was an occult theory. Oh. Um, anthropologist and Egyptologist Margaret Murray suggested that she may have been killed in an occult ceremony. She claimed that the removal of her hand signified an occult practice called the hand of glory. She claimed that the hand of someone that had been hanged for their crimes could be severed and rendered the rendered fat from the corpse could be used as a candle. So it would like basically they put it in the palm of the hand and they'd use this to render motionless all persons to whom it was presented so they could use it like to have powers over a person hmm. also there was another theory so that was that's just like a way out there theory yeah i don't know if i go for that one and there's and also the fact you think about the fact that there's small animals like her hand could have actually been attached to her body and the animals could have like um it's carried her bones. yeah carried her bones out <laughs> oh, into- a hand yeah nom, 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 nom. yeah it's weird so then also there was another theory out there that she had fallen victim to a coven of witches in the area. Uh-huh. Another legend says that you can bury a witch in a tree and the roots of the tree would keep the witch's spirit in prison, especially a witch helm tree, which like had a... Interesting. So that one was interesting to uh-huh. me. Yeah. It was more likely that scavenging animals had removed her bones and it was really just her hand, but other bones were found scattered in the surrounding area. Like other like bits and pieces of bones. Like I was, one of these documentaries was talk, I think it might've been that who put Bella in the witch helm, Mm -hmm. which is on prime. If you want to watch it. Okay. I will. Um, It's not something you have to buy. You can, it's not, it comes with prime Mm -hmm. that they were paying local school kids to go scavenge the woods to for, look for her bones to look for bones get out because okay to, you to think put it, her together? because the war is raging and they have like a like severe lack of manpower mm. so yeah they're forced to use the i mean imagine doing that now like that's contaminating the crime scene yeah okay yeah thank you Not whiskey to mention the psycho damage that you're giving these kids, right? <laughs> yeah, and they all remember it. There actually, it was one of the kids from this school, no. close by school. He was like giving an account. Telling the story. Like, yeah, they were paying Get us out. like two pence or something like that. Yeah, crazy. That's crazy. Man, and these kids need the money. Their oh, families well, need sure. the money. Yeah. Also, there was another theory out there. Oh wait, wait now. Okay, <laughs> so then there's the spy theory. Like she's a spy. That she's a spy. And then they got rid of her. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's a couple of spice theories uh-huh. out there. Very intriguing that she was possibly a Nazi spy. Okay. There was a shitload of paranoia going around during yeah. that time. The British government was distributing leaflets uh-huh. and posters that fed into this with slogans like tittle tattle, lost the battle, 
and loose lips might sink ships. Uh. So it's like basically, oh, and then another one was um, talk less. You never know. So it's like anybody you're talking to could be a spy. You just never know. Just keep your mouth shut. So like if you have a family member and you happen to know some, they're like, hey, we're here. Mm -hmm. They're writing you letters of where they're at. Just just keep your mouth shut. Don't talk. Don't talk about anything. That's crazy. Yeah. Not to mention that hundreds of German spies had been captured in Britain during the war. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, but what they would, I mean, at that point, if she was, they probably wouldn't have like purposely disposed of her in a tree. They would have just tossed her in a tree. Right. Or completely like just left her. I mean, got rid of her, buried her somewhere. Yeah. Why? Why in a tree? Yeah. In unknown woods. Like, yeah, that one. That's just. I don't know. Mm. But there's one of these spy theories that I really like. It just like resonates with me. Like, it's just like, Mm. I don't know. I feel like that that might be the thing. So do you just listen and you be the judge? You guys be the judge. Um, In 1953, journalist Wilfred Byford Jones, this is the one, (laughs) received a letter signed as Anna of Claverly. So the letter says... Finish your articles regarding the Witch Elm crime by all means. They are interesting interesting to the readers, but you'll never solve the mystery. One person who could give the answers is now beyond the jurisdiction of earthly courts. Much as I hate having to use a nom de plume, I think you would appreciate it if you knew me. The only clues that I can give you are that that person responsible for the crime died insane in 1942 and the victim was a Dutch was Dutch and alive legally in England about 1941 which is around the time frame uh-huh. I have no wish to recall anymore Anna from Claverly what so the police follow up on this okay and if I they find out she must want to talk about it if she's writing about it for Pete's sake right okay so they find this chick her uh-huh. name's Una Mossop She'd been married to a man named Jack Mossop in 1941, Uh who was working in an ammunition depot in Coventry. He apparently, despite not having been in the RAF or the Royal Air Force, um, frequently sported a RAF uniform. So he just walked around in this uniform all the time, but he was never in the Royal Air Force. Okay, that's not weird. He visited his grandmother often with this Dutchman, but the the grandmother didn't know who this person was. Mm Mm-hmm. And his family was suspicious of the Dutchmen and thought they were up to no good. So apparently it turns out that Jack had used his position in the ammunitions to pass on information to the Dutchman huh. named Lerate and who was in fact a Nazi contact oh. working as a go-between and selling Jack's information to a spy ring operating, operating in the West Midlands. Uh-huh. So this, this checks out. This has a lot of detail, so yeah. I'm... So, gathering information about ammunition locations for Luftwaffe, <laughs> Bella... <laughs> Luftwaffe. <laughs> Bella happened to be a Dutch woman who arrived in England. Uh-huh. And this corresponds to another story as well. Uh-huh. In ni- 1941, and was somehow involved with the spy ring, Una told of how all of these details were part of a confession from Jack to her and his grandmother. Perhaps unwilling or simply unable to shoulder the guilt anymore, he then continued on and confessed to not only his activities with the German spying, but also to his role in the murder of a Dutch woman. Uh. And this, her statement reads as follows. March or April 1941 said he had been 
to Littleton Arms with Van Rate and the Dutch Peace, and she had gotten awkward and passed out. They they did they'd been drinking. Yeah, so okay. She, she was fucked I was up. Say, did they drug her or no? She was okay. fucked up. They went to a wood and stuck her in a hollow tree. Oh. Van Rate said she would come to her sentences the following morning. According to him, she had still been alive when they left her. They didn't intend for her to die. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. But in another story, they were driving down a road and him and the Dutch woman were having a like intense argument and it got physical and he knocks her out, kills her. And this guy, Jack, ends up helping drag her into the wood and oh. stuffing her in a tree. Okay. Well, then. So this, yeah. Either way, it sounds like they're responsible. Yeah. And this sounds like that the sounds most like plausible. A, yeah. Yep. He told his wife he had recurring nightmares of the woman in the tree staring up at him. He mm. ended up having a nervous breakdown and died in a mental hosp- hospital in Stafford at 29 years of age. So MI5. Only 29? Yeah. Jesus. How old was he when he committed this crime? I have no idea. Well, Apparently, he was pretty young. I mean, was it a crime? Well, it sounds like it. If she's a spy. Well, I mean, does it matter if it's murder? I, well, I mean, back then, did it? I wonder. It was enough to haunt him, so obviously yeah. it bothered his conscience. It bothered him. Uh, MI5 got involved and looked into it and were unable to verify details of the account. So, But huh. I was also reading that... Uh, all the stuff was very secretive still back then mm. because the war was still raging. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they were not going to say yes or no, this is what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, another spy theory was posited some years later by Donald McCormick. Uh, he obtained Abwer files. Don't ask me what that is. Records of German. Oh, I'm going to tell you. Oh. <laughs> Records of German military <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> A Nazi agent by the name of Lehrer was operating in the Midlands in 1941, and he had a Dutch girlfriend living in Birmingham called Clarabella Dronkers. Oh, is that where we're getting Bella? Could be. Was Clarabella the the Bella that was found in the witch elm, like Bella? She was about 30 years old, and like Bella, she apparently had crooked teeth. Oh, oh, like, okay. What's especially suggestive about the identification is that a real Nazi spy was captured in 1942 and executed at Wandsworth Prison in, on New Year's Eve that year. His name was Johannes Marinus Dronkers. Oh, you. I'm glad was you're she the Dutch spy's wife? She did have a wedding ring on. Also, if she was Dutch, mm. it would explain why they couldn't find dental records in Britain. Another spy story out there. So the spies, I mean, it sounds there's like so much the con- in- intrigue. Yeah, but the consensus is, it sounds like she's Dutch. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's kind of going that she's Dutch. So you're right. The dental records wouldn't have come up in Britain. Right. If yeah. she wasn't from. Yeah. Like London or somewhere. Yeah. So there's another one. Okay. Yet another one. Is that of a Czech-born Gestapo agent, Joseph Jacobs. He's actually the last person that was ever executed in the Tower of London. He was captured parachuting into Cambridgeshire. I hope I just said that right. In 1941. On him was a picture of a young woman who happened to be a cabaret singer and a German movie star called Clara Bowerly. What? So, and people are like saying, well, maybe they got it like Clara Bell. Yeah. Like, so maybe they executed an innocent woman? No, the no. This woman's never found. 
according oh, okay. uh, according to Jacob, she was also a secret agent. She was a German oh. cabaret singer and mm-hmm. had worked Birmingham for several years before the war. And had, um, she had a convincing local accent, which would be perfect for uh-huh. if you're going to um, try and recruit a spy. Uh-huh. She'd have to have a great accent and be able to blend in. She was supposed to follow him to England. The theory is that she was... The Clarabella from Anna's story. According to some reports, she had never been heard from again. And then somewhere else I was reading that she did turn up some years later. So that took her off the list of possibilities. But a lot of these stories are are telling it as if she was never found again. Uh So I don't know which one of those is true. I don't know. I think uh, the the one before this sounds very probable. And this one. Definitely not the witch coven. No. And the hand of glory. No. Okay. But this one, this Bowerly lady... She was very tall, and the person Mm. that they found was only five feet. Mm. All right. So another recent theory presented by author Keith Swallow, who was that Bella was a member of the traveling community, or basically a gypsy. gypsy. Mm -hmm. And this area right here where she was found was, during that time, was popular for gypsy camps. Um, He thinks that it's most likely that Bella was killed by her husband or a lover. Mm. The final theory, and I'm going to come back to this. Because there uh-huh. is a paranormal link to this whole thing. Because uh-huh. as I'm like researching all this, of course, I co- I mean, people are going out there and they're like doing their they're doing the the EVPs paranormal. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they got some EVPs and they were also doing the spare box. The spare oh, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll come back to it and tell you. Oh. Remind me if I don't. All right. So he, the final theory out there is that she is a Birmingham prostitute called Bella that went missing, uh, who just happened to frequent the ha- Hagley Road area. Huh. Considering all the theories that are out there, you would think that now with the cap- capabilities of modern forensics, they would be able to come up with some answers. However, it turns out that... Be- I think it's hilarious that this dog sounds snoring. like a human. When <laughs> she it's is snoring. Hardcore. She's exhausted. Sorry, guys. If you hear snoring, it's not us. It's not partying. Carlene is not falling asleep while I'm reading this. <laughs> no. So, yeah. It turns out that the remains and everything oh that went God. with them, including the coroner's report, have all disappeared no. into the ether. What? At some point, they were passed on to one of Professor mm-hmm. Webster's colleagues at the University of Birmingham. When someone tried to recall them years later, after some serious searching, they were unable to find a single trace of the records. So some of the theories are that it was MI5 covering their tracks. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Super. This dog. This dog's (laughs) hardcore right now. Says a few interesting recent developments. Um, The first being that they were able to do facial reconstruction is what you found there using the photographs of her skull. And of course, I'll include those photographs on the website because they're pretty cool. It's yeah. like an idea of what she may have looked like, looked like. Interesting. I saw some of those pictures of that Clara Bowerly, and she looks like a bleach blonde. And if this lady never had her hair dyed in any way, shape, or form, yeah, oh, there's no that way. Doesn't be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. More graffiti showed up in 2002 on a 200-year-old witchbury obelisk saying, again, who put Bella in the witch elm? Well, we know that that's probably just some jerk. Yeah. Well, somebody keeps 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 renewing it. it. Yeah. So the question remains, who put Bella in the witch elm? Oh, my God. Did you see this? And who was Bella? 
revealed after 75 years the face of Bella in the witch elm. Are they talking about finding her skeleton or actually seeing her face? Seeing her face, the facial reconstruction. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought maybe that was part of paranormal, like they can see her face. So that's my story. What do you think? I think it's pretty badass. That's a good one. It's a little different. And I like the theories. It's got you thinking, hum. Hey, you guys, send us your theories. Yeah, if you guys got theories. Okay, yeah. so I do want to tell you this. Yeah. So I was watching. Oh, paranormal stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I was, of course, I was a few of those paranormal, like, they were the ones on YouTube, whatever. And people going out there and they're getting these EVPs uh-huh. and whatever. And so this one kid, he's out there. I mean, he has probably a local accent and I can barely understand anything this kid is saying. Did I burp? No. Well, I'm burp sure yawn? nobody's going to be able to tell with her snoring in the background. I burped and yawned at the same hey, time. wake up. Oh, she's oh. out. She's out. <laughs> <laughs> she's tired, girl. You're just going to hear like... Yeah, through our whole podcast. Okay. So... This, so this kid, mm-hmm. God, I wish I wrote it down because I was watching so many things. It was like the other day I wasn't feeling good at all. So mm-hmm. I just kind of was like, all right, today's going to be a research day. Yeah. So I'm watching this and he gets a lot of interesting words coming out. of. He was doing. She just did a fat man snore. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she did. <laughs> I, I definitely want to hear if that. I hear, hear in. that in the background. Okay. Sorry about that. It's I had okay. to point it out. It was hilarious. Because <laughs> it wasn't us. No. <laughs> we just burp and fart. We yeah. Do. yeah. We don't snore. Burp right into the mic. So I watched that. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, what he captured in just a second. So I also watched this documentary that's on Prime, Hope Bella and the Witch Helm. And at the end of it, so they kind of, they go through the whole history and whatever. And then they do talk about the paranormal stuff. Oh. So there is a pub that's close called, called the Badger Set. Uh-huh. And it's claim it's apparently haunted by Bella's ghost. Okay, because Bella has nothing better to do. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and people report a figure of a woman walking in the woods. Mm-hmm. So that one's more plausible. To yeah. Me. And then this guy on this documentary, Ian Griffiths, he he his specialty, I guess, is remote viewing. Mm. So. He starts like kind of explaining, setting up the scene. He's like, okay, he's he's never been there, uh-huh. according to them. Uh-huh. And he starts setting up the scene like, okay, what I'm seeing is this, what I'm seeing is that. Uh-huh. He's like, I see a, a church off in, in the distance if you're looking in this direction, blah, blah, blah. So all of that seems to check out. Uh-huh. He also says he thinks it's a traveler. Oh, a gypsy, huh? Yeah, he's like, he goes, I see this person holding her up against a tree, like, like, oh, her husband with, with his her. arm like kind of up on her neck and whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, and I see him and he's wearing some sort of head covering, like a hat or something. He's like, I think something like, like travelers wear. Huh. He's just saying what he's seeing. I but also they- think the theory about um, when you said being a, like, like a check, mm-hmm. I think that's something too. Mm-hmm. So, and then mm-hmm. the interesting about that is this kid that I was telling you in this. Or like Romanian, something like that. Yeah, anyway, oh, yeah. Go ahead. So this kid that has this YouTube bit, YouTube, and he's uh-huh. out there and he's getting all these. It, he was doing EVPs and he was also doing the the voice box or uh-huh. the spirits box, uh-huh. spirit box, and he kept getting random stuff. But one of them was like, uh, it was ba- very clearly uh-huh. talking about Bella, and then said something about a hat. What? It kept on saying it said it oh, like a few chill- times. I'm literally getting chills. Yeah, right said now. something about a hat. So and he, it's interesting to me that 
this guy picks up on the hat. Yes, that the like guy the is guy. Wearing. Mm-hmm. So, so she's trying to, but the, I'm sure her murderers are, you know, dead right. by now. Right. So I thought that was interesting. That was that's super. Pretty much what I took out of that. <laughs> that's super. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. So you should watch it. You guys should watch it. Tell us what you think. Oh, I'm. Tell us your theories. So gonna watch it. Yeah. Of course, like you know, I didn't really give you everything. And then you know, I'm gonna be watching short, the, but... the little paranormal YouTubers. Yeah. <laughs> I so, love watching them and laughing at them. So definitely not the witch theory. That like, I think one. that was the most implausible. Yeah, that's not them. That was a really good story. I like it. I like it. I, I like, like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. You need to take a break before you. Sure do. I know it. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> All right, we'll All be back, right. and we're back. We're back. Yeah. I can't wait to hear your story because you're going in a direction you usually don't go. I am oh, I'm so scared. To what you told me the other day, so I'm like I'm been so super eager to hear this. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> chill. See, I'm scared. <laughs> but I have sage right there, so I wore my cross. <laughs> Should we burn a candle? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I made sure I was surrounded with good things. And the more I did the story, you know. For what I do for a living, you'd think I'd be more open, but it really makes you more skeptical. Right. So, All right. let's dive in, okay. shall we? Okay. Okay. It's the Amens. Amos? Amens. Uh, Amens. Amens. Okay. <laughs> Why can't I? My favorite part of listening back to podcasts is me is trying you... to pronounce things. <laughs> I do the same thing. Hey, Amen. I said Worcester. Sh- sh- you never Worcester. Worcester. What? Worcestershire. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's that. Amons. Amons. Amons family haunting. That's mm. how. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Uh, okay. In my opinion, it's almost a carbon copy of like Amityville. Amityville? So? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's where my suspicions are like, okay, whatever. Okay. But I'll just go ahead and tell you. So in November 2011, Latoya Amons, her mother, uh, Rosa Campbell, and Latoya's three kids, um, I think it was a seven-year-old, nine-year-old, boys and a 12-year-old girl. They rent this house in uh, Gary, Indiana. Everything happens in Gary, Indiana. I'm telling you, the Jackson (laughs) 5. My (laughs) (laughs) in-laws. Anyway, it's kind of in a shady area. It's not like in the best neighborhood. Okay. And so um, I give you the exact address. 3860 Cardina Street, in case you want to go by there. Do a drive-by? <laughs> yeah, you know. Or it's not there anymore, oh, Okay, but I'll tell you. All right, anyway, it's almost a 100-year-old house. And uh, so, yeah, they just moved in. And supposedly, days after they moved in, shit got real. Really? Real crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, they allegedly started seeing some weird things, hearing some weird things. So I'm just going to say this is 
allegedly okay. the story. They claimed strange things were starting to stir up. And one of them was, you know how we were talking about the flies? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is why I got freaked out because it was right when I started the story that I started getting two <laughs> fucking flies in my house. I'd kill them, get two more fucking flies in my house, kill them, get two more. Well, in this... You know how, um, like in those colder places, they have like the front area before you actually walk into oh, the yeah. house. Okay. Okay. So that front area, like a front porch, but it's enclosed area. They were getting, they, they went out there and there were like hundreds of flies, just flies everywhere. Big, like the kind that land on horses. Right. <laughs> I think they even describe them as horse flies. And that's what I'm thinking. I've never heard of actual horse flies. Have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're horse flies. They're They're just big. Fucking huge. Yeah, big fat ones. Fucking monster flies. Which I've had a couple by my house recently. Uh Uh-huh. Big fat fuckers. You're like, that's not a fly. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's a fly. Anyway, they're big and juicy. They make fly. (laughs) Which is a big juicy thing. You can make it and eat it as a meal. All right. (laughs) Deep fry that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody in the world probably has deep fried chocolate covered flies. Yeah, they probably didn't deep fry it anymore. They probably put it in their air fryer. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, Anyway, they kept killing. They just they thought they got rid of all of them. Then like they would reappear. So that's when they were like, something crazy is going on here. Interesting. Right. Reminds me of Amityville. The flies. Okay, see, I'm just saying, keep your ear on the story because it's not very creative. Okay, so now this is late 2011. So now we're moving into 2012. The house seemed to grow more active with the children seeing shadows. The mom would, they'd all see shadows. And like, I guess there was like a shadowy figure. It looked like a man standing around. They would hear um, Rosa, the grandmother, hearing footsteps in the basement, like on the stairs and in the basement, and the doors creaking. And later, uh, she would report to have witnessed a shadowy figure of a man pacing in the living room. Interesting. Crazy, right? And found large boot prints. There's, there's like different stories about these boot prints. Okay. Like some say where they're like in, in the like in the basement. Some say they were in the living room, but they say they see these boot prints. Okay, like <sighs> muddy prints, or uh, they didn't say that either. I'm just assuming, like in the dust. Yeah, I'm. That's why I I, I have this written somewhere, but I'm gonna just say the basement is cement. There's okay. only like a small portion under the stairs that is dirt. Okay. So I'll, I'll probably repeat that. Okay. Okay. So the grandmother also reports that she was choked by an unknown force. Okay. All righty. Uh, no room nor no one in the home was exempt. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure it wasn't anything important. <laughs> okay. No one, uh, no one was exempt from the over 200 demons that occupy the house. That's what, what was said. What? Okay. So let me just tell you. 200 demons? Apparently. Okay. Apparently. Apparently. At some point during the time of them being in this house, 
they got desperate and had someone like me come in. Actually, it said some somewhere it said they had a, a couple people like me. Um, and it doesn't sound like the, the people would actually go in the house because they feared it. Right. But they told them that there were 200 demons in the house. Okay. Alrighty then. I mean, I do this. This is my life. And I don't. But, okay. I, you know, it's not my experience. So. Okay. I mean, I'm going to go with it because when I first heard reading this story, I was really like, you know, oh, man, this this is pretty scary. It's freaking me out. This could actually. And then I started researching more. And then I was remembering like Amityville and there were things right. that were in common. And and then I started watching the interviews. But okay. we'll get there. Let me okay. finish going because I don't want to take away from the scary. Okay. Okay. You've already kind of killed it for me. But... I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, this is the problem with me doing what I do. I know. Well, I won't kill it for okay. you because because right. there are some, I mean, if it is true, there are some legit things, but uh, there's some very unexplainable things. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. 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 So, uh, there were constant noises going on in the house, and it wasn't coming from the children. Well, it kind of was, because um, the children were, like, not themselves. Okay. <laughs> this is what possessed. I mean. Yeah, this is what I mean. Like, it was like um, these evil spirits were using the kids. Right. It's said that the children would speak in aggressive ways with each other and often became violent with each other. Isn't that what kids do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, but... The easiest way to explain it... But... Grandma would be like, you are possessed you, by the you devil. <laughs> Who's... What devil's got you under their thumb? <laughs> I've heard that. But their voices would change. So it wasn't like, oh. I hate you, Billy Bob. It was, I hate you, Billy Bob. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> And it was, it's time to die. Like that. Okay. All right. Did I scare you? All right. Yeah. You just like gave me goosebumps. Did I get you back? Yeah, you did. (laughs) Okay. I wanted to just shriek under the table right now. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. Uh, (laughs) that's, That's my devil voice. That, that reminded me of that one UK story. I can't remember the name of it. It was like the little girl that was, what was the whole family? I'll, I'll look it up right now. I can't, uh-huh. honestly, on the top of my head, I okay. can't remember it. Okay, so at one point, the family, it said they had a family gathering at their house mm-hmm. because a family member died. And at that point, see, and this is conflicting stories too. So I'm just going to tell you from the point of the grandmother was telling a story to, it's on the sheriff, um, you know, how they have their video. Right. So the sheriff was video videotaping this. The grandmother's standing in the kitchen and she's explaining. So I don't know. I know that there were, they had a family gathering at some point and the family witnessed things. And then they were like, we're never coming back here. But at this one particular time, the grandmother is explaining and she's standing in the kitchen and she's like, I was standing right here in this doorway and all of a sudden my grandson was physically thrown through the kitchen. His head hit the freezer and then he was, you know, bounced off, you know, thrown onto the ground. Mm -hmm. And so he was thrown from like 
another room into the kitchen, into the freezer. Right. And then onto the ground. Okay. that's. And so she like turned around and was like, what the hell just happened basically? And he like doesn't remember any of it, but he like, I think when he like stood up for a second, he kind of was like his eyeballs bulging out and a weird grin on his face. Right. (laughs) She kind of, uh. She explains that one. And then, um, let me see, kitchen, uh, da, da, grants. I just want to make sure I get the story right. It was- and then um, the daughter, the 12-year-old, this one said that she was at a friend's house with a sleepover. And then another one said that it was at her house. I'm going to go with it was at her house. Okay. And a friend was staying the night. And their claims that she was levitating off the bed. Again, like, what's that? Um, the Enfield. Enfield. Enfield pro- poltergeist. That was in the UK. Poltergeist. Yeah. So anyway, she's on her bed, floating above her bed, and then the family all prays, and once she's released, she doesn't remember any of it happening. Okay. Okay. So anyway, that's that. By hearing footsteps, whispering voices, and feeling strange in the basement, what's her name? Latoya and her mom decide to go ahead and put the washer and dryer down there. All right. You know, the basement's haunted as hell, but let's go ahead and do our laundry down there anyway. Maybe they didn't have a lot of, like, choices, like I mean, plumbing I, choices. I right? had that in California. Huh? I had a spooky-ass basement. Ugh. It's under ba- the house. It was all dirt. So, I mean, it was literally under the house, and then there wasn't any, I don't even know if you can consider it a basement. It was just like, because the house was kind of on stilts, because mm-hmm. it was um, by the beach, and it was just like under the house, and then it had a door, you know, they sealed it off and everything. So I'm I, glad we don't have basements in Phoenix. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. It was scary every time I had to go down there and do laundry, even in the daytime. So, just saying. Anyway. The whole basement, like I said, was concrete floor, except for this small little place under the stairs. Probably as big as this table. Okay. Anyway, that's why they think that the house, that's where they think the most, like, all that activity is coming from, is that dirt area. The claim is that Latoya had a boyfriend who was abusive, and they think that he stirred something up down there, like, went down there and did some rituals. Anyway, that's one of the claims. Okay. That she's no longer with this guy, but when so he, he just was like, there. okay, I'm going to go do a ritual in yeah, your house, I in your basement. Was, well, I mean, I, I cleansed a house where the wife had no idea that her husband was stirring up shit. Really? In the garage. And he wasn't even doing it really knowingly. Was he like was a just opened a portal. Witch or like no, I, I just think that his negative energy and his friends and stuff, they, they actually opened a portal in the garage. Just by coming together or they purposely did I don't it? know like if they... The, they were playing they t- with the... No, I don't know if it was like just their negative energy. I don't know if it was the topics that they spoke of. I don't know what it was. But when I went in there, it felt like somebody had done a ritual and opened a portal. But that's where it was. And I knew the husband and exactly where it was. And it was it wasn't easy to close it. And it was scary. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. But but that energy was messing with them bad. Like messing with their marriage, with their family, with their... It was really freaky. You might have to tell that story. Crazy. You might have to get permission. Yeah. I, 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 I haven't talked to them in a long time. She came to one of my circles and she looked totally different. Like a completely different I feel like being. you could tell some stories. I got some good ones. <laughs> All right. 
The family was at a loss, negative energy, strange things happening. Oh, so, oh, yes. Okay, so she does have a priest come. So that's what happens. She has a priest come and the priest tells her to like anoint, you know, do the oil. So Mm -hmm. they take olive oil and they anoint each other. Mm-hmm. And then, because really the priests don't really want to have much to do with this. They're just, the priest in the town, mm-hmm. they're just not into giving her any time of day. Okay. So this one's like, he said, you need to anoint everybody. So then then she like anointed the blind or the windows and all the entrances and everything. So, you know, thinking that's going to do it. And um, they might have saged and stuff. But anyway, they blessed each other bless the house oh and then they also said to to bleach the house to clean the house with bleach and ammonia never heard that before in my life together i don't know it's just kill everybody yeah and i even wrote what the hell (laughs) are you dumb hello you got kids in there you're gonna kill the you're gonna kill the humans not the ghosts like the ghosts don't give a shit if you put bleach and ammonia Wow. They don't care. Okay. They're going to be like, great mm, idea. smells good in here. Maybe you should stick with um, sage. Sage. <laughs> Olive or oil, you can make a salad with. Stick and, and not the whole demonology thing. Like, no. I mean, I don't. I, mm. <laughs> but no. But, okay. Well, I'll, I'll mention this other part. I don't want to forget about it. So they turned to some clairvoyants who were the ones who told them of the 200 demons Okay. They said, leave the house. The clairvoyants were like, get the hell out of there. But they, but Latoya didn't have anywhere to go. She didn't have money to go anywhere, so she had to stay there. So downstairs, where the activity seems to come from, she put a table with a, uh, some kind of holy statue, Bible, and sage. Oh, and then she went through the house doing some kind of a... Oh, Psalm 91, invoking God's protection. Okay. Okay. Listen, let me just tell you something. Don't do not do that shit by yourself, okay? <laughs> when people are like, but I saged my house, but it's still doing this. I'm like, I'll, basically, if you get a thing of sage and you go around your house and sage, it's you're just blowing smoke around your house. <laughs> purifying the air a little. You're purifying the air. I mean, you're doing that, but you're not really getting rid of spirits. You need like... Like when I go in, I don't really need to use sage, but I do sometimes. As a tool. As a tool. But, and and it's not really me who's clearing your house. It's who I, I'll just say higher source for listeners who don't call that energy the same as what I call it. But um, they are coming through and giving your house the blessing through me, getting rid of all that energy. And it's really the intent behind. So, you know, it's like, it's like holding a Bible. You can hold a Bible all day long, but if you don't have the, the faith and the intent behind it. Right. So if you don't know what you're doing with sage, it's not going to do anything. Right. So, Okay, so the family was at a loss with all the negative energy and strange happenings, and they decided to turn to, oh, yeah, I already said the priest. and um, But that they still continued with all the loud noise. It's almost like that just aggravates it. Right. So it gets more aggressive. So. Especially if whatever you're doing to get rid of it, it has no power over it. Right. So it's just like, oh, is that what you think? Okay, fuck you. Now watch what I'm going to do. Right. Okay. (laughs) So evidently, like the kids had lost 
days of school and stuff. And, you know, they're obviously not themselves. So, okay, some of these people were saying like the doctor came to their house, but how often does the doctor come to the house? Not these days. Right. So I read or watched or heard or whatever that they, she took, she takes them to the doctor and, and actually I think she took them, I think they actually saw some psychiatrists too, but I know they went to a doctor and it kind of was like, you didn't get these kids to the emergency room like this above because the kids were doing some weird ass shit in the doctor's office that even when he was like, nope, mm -mm, take them to the ER. This is above my pay grade. Right. <laughs> so. So you don't think that some of this was maybe like it was actually happening? No, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. this, some of this is wait. Okay. Because once they get, I'm just going to read this. Okay. Right. And the activity got crazy once again. Latoya says her 12, 9, and 7-year-old and herself were possessed. It would come and go without warning, but no mistaking when it did happen. Their eyes would bulge out of their heads. Their grins were devilish, and would and they would growl and speak in cryptic words. WTF? Yeah. What? That's crazy, right? And, um, and, and then all of them would feel, they'd feel dizzy and get severe headaches. Like even other people that were going in there were like, my head, oh my gosh, like the, it's like killing me. So, uh, Latoya finally seeks medical attention for her children. Well, the doctor says he was, he was scared because the children were coming. Oh, the kids were coming in with like bruises and stuff. Really? And, um, and, and needing stitches. And so he wrote he was more scared for the children, um, for their family life, due to de delusional and, and hallucinations. So he thought they were being abused. Yeah, being, being more afraid for them mentally and su supernat than supernaturally. Because at, 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 he, along with others, were starting to think like she is like spiritually fucking with them. Right. And so like putting this these ideas into their head and no so that's when he was like go to the er and then they called dcs so child services 2012 child services the doctor uh some a psych, psych psychiatrist you know there were like and a nurse there's like four or five people oh and then the, the mom and the grandma are in this room at the er at the hospital okay and <laughs> This is what I mean. This is like the part where it's like, some of this might be real. Because okay. this is freaky. But anyway, okay. So all these people are in this room. And this the social worker's name is Miss Washington. The seven-year-old starts growling at the nine-year-old. And he says, it's time to die. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at which time the nine-year-old throws his head into the grandmother's stomach. She's hol she, now she she's holding onto his hand at this point. Mm -hmm. And he like dives into her stomach. She grabs his hand and the kid starts walking backwards. Right. Starts walking up the wall. What? And what? then up the what? ceiling. What? And then comes back okay. down that, and no. lands on his feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so while that's happening, he starts climbing the wall that's backwards. Some exorcist? No kidding, shit. right? Like he's an animal. Like he's like, um, 
Oh my god. He's a thing. So this is corroborated? Like Okay, all- so yeah, they actually oh talked they talked oh to the social worker. She she oh won't even go near it. She left. Like I'll tell you what happened to her. But she um they all the professionals ran out of the room. As soon as he yeah. starts walking up that wall, they're like, Fuck no. Bitch, and they're gone. Bye. Yep. bye. <laughs> yeah. and that to me it's like because because come on when you're watching movies and stuff and this stuff happens like people are like and they just stand there and watch it or something no that that to me shows that's that's that's, a real reaction that's real i'm not sticking around bitch right i'm out right right Right. (laughs) i am out and they ran they took off like they want no (laughs) part of this i don't want to catch that shit if that is contagious i don't want no part of that no no and i should mention because this is going to be important. Um, throughout the time of this family being in mm-hmm. this house, like mm-hmm. the police are called often too. So mm-hmm. the sheriff is out there a lot because of all the racket and the craziness that's happening there too. And he's going to be playing a part in this. So, so with everybody freaking out and the kid <laughs> still have this. So, yeah. So look, so the kid comes back down to the floor. He kind of like comes out of it and he can't, he he doesn't recall anything happening, so something clearly comes into those kids for that second and consumes them, and then like, um, <sighs> you're welcome for freaking the shit out of you, and we're gone. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So, and the grandma never releases the kid's hand; like she's holding on to him the whole time. Like, get down here. Like, I'll get back just here. guide you. Like, ooh, I would have let go of that hand so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I would have reacted to be honest. Oh my god! Um, I'm just like I don't. Ugh. Yeah, pretty scary, right? Scary. Okay, more scary. Uh, okay, so the social worker did a home visit with the police. So this is they show this like. Okay, so this home visit they were gonna do was like to determine is the mother fucking around here? She did, even though they just experienced this and they all saw this. Right. I think this was more like just a we just got to cover all our bases kind of thing. Okay. Although she didn't want to go in there. <laughs> I, who could blame her? No. But anyway, she went in there and with the sheriff and mm-hmm. I and think with some other people. <laughs> yeah. A priest. <laughs> a very and, big cross. Yeah. No. And they found that the mom was doing everything right. There was no evidence of emotion or physical abuse. And in one story that I saw, they were like, they took the kids away from the mom. And but I I read a bunch of stories. I that's what I mean where we see conflicting right. stuff. I didn't see anything. They even have on one site the um, sections of like the her report. Right. And it doesn't state anything about her being a bad mom and them wanting to take the kids. So I'm gonna say. They never removed the children from the house. Okay. Uh, the police have been dispatched often to the house as well. Okay. Gary Police Captain Charles Austin, a hardened 20 plus year vet of, of the police force. He was a little shaken. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> Listen, this is freaky. After um, one evening, he went to the house. He leaves the house. He's driving down the street. He pulls over. He's making a phone call or whatever. And while he's on the phone call, his radio changes by itself to an AM station and it like cranks all the way up so it's blaring loud and a voice says who in there oh my god (laughs) I'm gonna have nightmares Carlene (laughs) 
Carlene. <laughs> hey, I live alone. You don't think I've been scared? I am going to be holding very scared. tightly onto Albert, and he's going to be like, what the hell? Then Carlene's going to come. <laughs> Can I snuggle? <laughs> Yeah, Carlene used to snuggle. (laughs) She's scared. All right. People who who had contact with the house all had tragedy. Okay, so here's another thing. There's a couple couple things. So first I'm going to tell you this, and then I'm going to go back and kind of... Okay, well, you've already... Okay, so I know you thought you thought I run the story for you, didn't you? Yeah, I thought you did, but but I'm like more freaked out than... I know. I'm good. I'm good at what I do. (laughs) Okay, so the the social worker, you know, she had contact with the house. Mm -hmm. And after her contact, she, she was like, no, mm -mm, here you go. Keep your kids, keep your house, do whatever. She went on a, she was on a motorcycle ride. Oh, my God. And, oh, wait. Okay, hold on. I have to finish telling you this part. Then I can tell you about the social worker. Okay. Okay, hold on. Okay, so the previous renter, when talking with Zach of Ghost Adventures, was saying, well, she was walking through the house. She said, well, she had a dream of somebody dying and then shortly thereafter, I, I want to say it was her brother or somebody, a family member, staying in the house with her, died in the back room. Ooh. And then one something else I read was saying that it was one of Latoya's family members. But that chick, I'm pretty sure she said it while walking around with Zach. So we're going to go with that story. Okay. What they're saying is like anybody who has contact with that house, something bad happens to them. Mm-hmm. Did you just hear that? Do you hear the crowd? That's all my crawling. <laughs> so shorty. <laughs> Almost possessed. Okay, so the social worker, um, they, oh, okay, so they, they decide they're going to do a... Foosball is the devil. <laughs> I like the accent, too. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Okay. The social worker was present when father... Okay, so here's the priest. Here's the thing. It's not very easy, evidently, to perform an exorcism. Right. Priests have to get, like, bishop approval. Right. And so, you know, I told you, like, the churches weren't interested in helping her. Well, she finally got this father Magano. Magano? We'll go with that. Okay. Anyway, to perform a Catholic... I don't know what that is. A Catholic... Um, Bishop approved exorcism. exorcism. Oh, my God. Okay, but I guess it had to be performed, like, three different ways. And, like, one's Latin, then the other two or something. You know, one in case of them, they didn't get it the first time, you know. I, well, what I'm assuming is one has to be in English, one has to be in Latin, in case the demon... Doesn't understand <laughs> English. <laughs> you know, they're bilingual. Okay. And, um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> We can't, we cannot be, we have to, everybody deserves equal. <laughs> Did they do equal, another one in Sumerian? <laughs> and in French. And, uh, but then they also did an exorcism on Latoya. Okay. Um, the grandma. No, the, the mom. mom. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm starting to get a headache. Okay. Should I oh, my light head, some sage? My head hurts. Stop it. 
Stop it. <laughs> I do have a dull headache right now. It's you're, so you're freaking me out. All right. Latoya soon after. Okay. So she got her. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Speaking in tongue, <laughs> tongues. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, okay. So soon after, um, she felt as though something had transferred. I I think what happened was the um the social worker felt something transfer into her. She from, got an attachment. Yeah. Okay. And then in a f- a few weeks later, she was burned in the motorcycle accident. Did she die? No. She broke her ribs jet skiing mm-hmm. after that and broke her hand and ankle in two other accidents. Yeah, like weird shit just happens. Right. So that's what I think. Like that that's what she meant, like something went into her. Um, some say Latoya was cursed by her boyfriend, like I told you. Mm-hmm. You know, like her boyfriend. Oh no. No. Okay, so here's another rumor. This one I wrote down later, and then that's when I stopped writing because shit just kept getting all mixed up because there's so many different stories of this and that. Some were saying that her boyfriend was married. She didn't know that her boyfriend was married, but the wife contacted her Mm -hmm. and was like, hey, bitch, that's my man. And and then Latoya was like, take him. I didn't know. Don't tell you me she was him. a witch or something. Well, the chick placed a curse. <gasps> yeah. And that's what they're saying. All that activity is not from like what I heard. I think I saw it on the doc- on the, the movie that Zach did mm-hmm. was that it came from the boyfriend. Right. Because that's what somebody said. But this one is actually the boyfriend's wife yelled, you will regret ever messing with my husband before hanging up on her but that doesn't sound like a curse to me that sounds like bitch you're gonna regret ever messing with i'm gonna my kick husband. your ass fucking whore <laughs> but she didn't know supposedly that he was married he's okay. a real scoundrel sounds like it anyway so then in uh shoot i think it was like 2016 I want to say, uh, I think it was like 2014. And then a couple of years later, he went and looked at, but anyway, Zach Braggin, Baggin, mm-hmm. what is it? Braggin, Baggin, Baggin. So he's a Braggin, Baggin, 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 Now I'm fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> it's anyway. Baggins. Yeah. Bag so, boy. Is that I don't know. Anyway, from ghost. What is it? Adventures? <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, I always want to say the other one. <laughs> anyway, he buys the house. His agent, like his, um, I think his manager or somebody's like, dude, there's this yes. house. Because if you don't know, he also has a show, which is very stupid. And in my opinion, very, I'm constantly going, that is the dumbest thing you can do. Right. Is collecting these cursed artifacts, basically. Right. And so it's very irresponsible of somebody to do that. But whatever. Okay. Do you, boo. Anyway, he decides he's going to buy this house for... Thirty or thirty-five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, super cheap. For, oh yeah, for a reason. You think? <laughs> yeah, but he's making a killing because he d- did this whole little movie on it, and the movie seems to be doing pretty well. It's on. Um, I've never seen it. I I remember like seeing advertisement for yeah. it, but I never saw it. Is it on Hulu? It's on Hulu. Oh, I might have to watch it. Yeah, it's on one of those. Do Hulu I want to watch it? it? Okay, listen. I was afraid to watch it. Because, cause, you know, I know how dramatic he is and how they're like, going to put all this They're always provoking. Scare. And... Right. Uh, uh, yeah. 
I'm going to put all this scary stuff in there. So I wanted to watch it with you. But uh-huh. I was like, you know what? Okay, here, when it's broad daylight. I'm going to give it a try. And if it's too scary, I'll shut it off and call Alma. Or your your <laughs> guides will shut it off for you. Or they would have. They would have. <laughs> they definitely would have. But they didn't. I watched it. And uh, no, it's but he's his normal drama, you know. But here's the thing. So... Some people think, oh, let me talk about his thing. Okay. Yeah, I think you should watch it. It's not horrible, but it's not. I'm not going to give it like. Five stars? Five stars. No. Okay. Okay. So he buys the house. Prior to going into the house, he has a dream of goat man. This is the first I hear of a goat man. (laughs) Right? So, yeah. Super dramatic. I lost my tissue somewhere. Maybe I threw it out already, but... I don't know, but your cross is hiding. In my cleavage the whole time. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) That's why... Okay, never mind. Um, (laughs) It has been in there the whole time, though. Okay, so he has that dream. So they go in with their cameras, and they're checking everything out, and this... um, they even have this sheriff kind of telling them stuff. And um, while they're in there filming, uh, so at some point, you, they show this shadow going through like the bathroom. And then it kind of like manipulates a cameraman, supposedly. Mm-hmm. So the cameraman's standing there and he's kind of zoning out, looking at his hands all weird like this. <laughs> And then he starts getting really aggressive. And at one point they show like Zach gets really aggressive with the cameraman. And he's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Get away from me. And none of them are acting really themselves. And he goes in there with, um, uh, I want to say he went in there with a doctor. Anyway, he went in there with somebody who had something to do with the house, I guess. I've totally forgot now. But anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, he was in there with this other guy that's kind of impartial, I think. And the guy, that guy started feeling sick, like mm. down in the basement. Right. He started feeling kind of lost, confused. And, and even he was like, he was doing good being kind of skeptic of things. Mm. Anyway, so this black mask goes into the cameraman. He starts acting crazy. They go back to the hotel and the cameraman is like screaming, get out of what do you want with me? Come on! And like <laughs> trying to get it. And then the cameraman supposedly ends up like, that's it, I'm out. And he leaves the show. And he doesn't want anything to do with any he's of done. that stuff anymore. Okay. So he's done. And Zach's like, okay, big deal. I'm going to go back to the house and lock me in. So he has them board up all the windows and the doors and everything. And then he waits for it to come around and it like does nothing all night until about 430 in the morning. And then it starts like you hear the creaking and the footsteps coming up the stairs. And he starts like, go away, get away from me, stay away from me and throwing stuff and no, nothing really major happens to him. Nothing out of the ordinary for Zach. No. And anyway, he <laughs> ends up tearing down the house. He's like... I'm done. Yeah. Nope. Nobody else is going to have any access to this house. But for, according to the sheriff, they uh, people still go there and do rituals oh on my the gosh. empty lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, listen, it's it's not in the house. And if there's a the portal, future, it's in the... is going to build a subdivision. Yeah. And they're going to wonder why their house is haunted. Yeah, really. Okay, then there's also... um, Okay, so when Zach was doing his 
documentary. Are you scared, Shorty? I'm, I'm scared, too. <laughs> he went hold to... Hold my hand. I might make you feel better right now. Oh, okay. Okay, so Zach went to the family and was, like, wanting to interview the actual family. And they were like, no. We don't want anything to well, do with this anymore? That's what it sounded like. Like, they didn't want Wait, any... We're past it? That's what it sounded like. Because Zach was like, I had to hunt them down. And it, to me, I was like, dude... They didn't want to be found. Right. Leave them alone. But that's not what it was. What? According to what, like, the brother was saying, Mm -hmm. the brother of the family, they were getting offers. So there's um, a big producer who wants to do a horror film about the house. Okay. And he's offering them some big bucks, so they're not supposed to talk to anybody if they want that deal. Hmm. So they were like, nope, we're not talking to you because they got a bigger deal on the plate. So I'm like, hmm. And then somebody I was listening to, um, they were, I only listened to it for a second, but they were like, well, it could be really legit because they're not out there like getting movie deals and doing all these interviews. But yes, they are. Right. So, and they have done plenty of interviews. And I mean, the it was national news right. when this was going I on. I do remember. I do remember. Yeah, it was national. It was a big news story. But um, the family is doing well from it. So That doesn't necessarily make make it not true. I mean, no. who's going to say no to some money and who's going to say oh, no to offers, I, especially like, if you've been poor? Yeah. Uh, been poor and could use the money and if you went through that experience right i mean may as well get something out of the horror exactly but when i started doing it and then i started researching and i started going through i was like the only thing that they have is the kid going up the wall otherwise it is exactly like it's also circumstantial it's, but it's almost like they were like, let's just copy this movie. Let's just say that happened. Right? Right. And it's almost like demons don't have any other tricks. Because right. it seems like every story, like like I just talked about that infield mm. por- poltergeist, mm. kind mm-hmm. of the same shit. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I, listen, <laughs> that kind of stuff is so rare. Yeah. If something's going to happen, it, that stuff's rare. But and it's I rare say, unless you've got... Um, scary boyfriend that's conjuring shit up shit up in your basement yeah, yeah. well because i will say okay so you had the tenant before that that zach spoke to and he's she said weird shit had happened right but then um other reports say that nobody else reported anything so like previous tenants yeah the landlord said Never in all the years of owning that house. What would there be, though? Well, would there be if the boyfriend... Well, no, but but here's the thing. It's I'm getting contradicting stories. Oh. Because I'm getting that there were... Was it... Yeah, because you did mention there. a me- yeah. previous tenant. And then... And they showed the previous tenant, and she said she experienced stuff. But then everybody else is saying nobody did, and they're saying um, this Amon's family... They quit paying rent. Like they weren't, I guess if you have demons that, you know, it's like, oh, leaky faucet that they won't fix. My roof is leaking. I'm not paying rent until you fix it. Right. <laughs> so, so demons, I'm not paying rent until you fix it. Right. So they, they quit paying rent. And so the, the landlord was like, 
No, they weren't paying rent, and they that's why they they drummed all this up because they didn't want to pay rent. Right. And so that's a theory. But again, I mean, that ch- chief of police, he's really risking it for saying that well, he experienced things. I don't know. If all these periods, people experienced this kid doing this weird-ass right shit there. and this dance on the wall. Right there. That's the one. That's the one thing that makes me think that there's something legitimate. And only because the chief of police, that police officer has said he's he's witnessed things. You have the social worker right. freaked out. Mm-hmm. You have... Then uh, there's the power of suggestion with the social worker. The especially like... But if she you have witnessed a religious, it. Well, oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, I was thinking about her accidents and stuff. Because oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you tell somebody I cursed you and then all of a right. sudden they like... It's in their head. Yeah. But no, she was there. Yeah. She witnessed the kids' voices changing and growling and then walking on the ceiling. So... I mean, she kind of made me, because when I was like, that's all bullshit. And then as soon as that one came up, I was like, well. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe there's truth to some of it and that's, exaggeration right. to some of it. Right. There's always some truth in yeah. there. Yeah. Now, the goat man thing. Yeah. Zach. That, that's Zach. Yeah. It's Come on, Zach. called wanting to make a movie and get people to. You mentioned a goat. <laughs> goat. What's the first thing people think of yeah yeah come on it's funny because right after that i was watching that and then i started watching something else and i'm like well there's the goat man because it came up again and something else i was watching really so i was like that's interesting what yeah and i was like that is wait a minute it might have been something that he did mm-hmm. oh okay well then because he likes that <laughs> anyway so just you know do your research, Zomshay. Zomshay. I think the goat is something that he's fucked around with before. Probably. And it could be coming after him. That could be his own demon. <laughs> I mean, no different than if if we go to a place and we're wanting to hear from somebody, our loved ones are around us right. too. So we're going to be getting messages from them too. But, okay, so I will say that family has fallen off the face of the earth, I believe now. Like they're not, they're not. Giving interviews? For, or no, I don't think so. Mm-mm. And with the house being torn down, Zach's the only one that's profiting anything right now. But I, I do think that we'll probably hear another movie probably out. in the future. Yeah, I have to look it up on IMDb. Oh, uh, and the movie that Zach did is Devil House. Devil House. Okay. I should plug that. Is that on Netflix? Uh, or Prime? I or thought Netflix I saw it on Prime. Check it out right now. Devil House. Check it out. Check it out. I don't even like to put it in my phone. <laughs> See how superstitious we are. I know. Well, I don't even say that word at my house. I don't let anybody say any of those words at my house. The S word or the L word? Yep. Nope. Shorty. There we go. No. Now it's pulling up like I want to search for something here. Dumbasses. Dumbass phone. What the hell's wrong with you? You're supposed to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe this is it. There. Oh, it's called Demon House. Okay. Not Devil House. Sorry, Demon everybody. House. So sorry. Yes. And it can be watched on Amazon Prime, Voodoo, YouTube, Google Play, um, Amazon Prime, it's free. Yeah. Hulu with subscription, not 
the cheap subscription, by the way. It's extra. Uh, Sling TV. And is that Philo or Philo? Philo? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have it. I don't know. I don't care to know. Okay. Kai. Kai. Oh, well. Anyway. Who in there? Who in there? (laughs) I think that's all I was going to tell you about it. That's pretty cool. Did it scare you? Yeah, it did at moments. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. don't Oh, there is a skeptic. I don't like it when kids talk, start talking. Yeah. See, that's another problem I have, though, because kids are innocents and they're very well protected. So I find it really crazy that that would happen to them. Like the adults are tainted and they will get, they can get easily, something can happen easily, I guess. But for the kids, I don't know. That's, that's another reason why. And there is a guy that's like major skeptic on um, this whole thing. Yeah. He's like, Kind of mm. did what I did where he's like, well, you know, this or that or the chemicals in the house and this and, and it was making them feel that way or this way. Oh, and, oh you mean the Clorox and the ammonia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about the uh, carbon monoxide and stuff. Oh. Making them a little crazy, too. Well, and I mean, it hasn't been unheard of. Like, if you think mm-hmm. about the Salem witch trials, mm-hmm. all those young girls that were accusing innocent people of mm-hmm. being witches, and they made up these crazy, crazy stories. So, I mean, kids have very big imaginations. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I'm still stuck on the... The kid the, walking on the scene. Yes, I mean, that, that, I can't the, get past that either. That's like, if I'm that's sorry. real, and you have... If there's all those witnesses... Doctors, the, nurses, police officers, yeah. social worker, they're not going to... They're not going to put their reputation on something like that. I mean, like you said, there's probably some truth in there somewhere. I think there's got, I think, I think there's some exaggeration and there's some truth. Right. And you never know. And, and just because people never experienced anything on the, in the house before, doesn't negate the fact that it happened to this family. It could just be because of what you said, the ex-boyfriend or the girlfriend or wife, whatever. Like I said, I've had my experiences with stuff. (laughs) Let's let's not talk. (laughs) Because I'm like getting like... Okay, but listen, if if any of you do have experiences that don't feel good, change the channel. Don't pay attention because that's what it wants. It thrives on your fear. It thrives on your sadness it thrives on your negativity it thrives on that so if you like change it and you ignore it and you don't give it it'll move on to somebody who will pay attention that's my wisdom of the day woe to the next person go to my neighbor who i can't stand (laughs) (laughs) go mess with that fellow no yeah anyway that's it that's good that was really good i think we both did i'm pretty proud of both of us we found some good stories we did yep and then uh we did not amuse Shorty at all. No, though. she's bored with us. Yeah, we've we made her snore. Several yeah, we times. put her to sleep. <laughs> God, I hope you guys are all still awake. <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> oh, on that note. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna call it a night. Good night. Good night. Don't say I, anything. I can't Hi. wait to get under my sheets in my bed and well, just like bundle up. I'm 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 honest. I'm gonna have nightmares. No, you're I'm not. Probably gonna no. have something. Hey, at least you have a burly, cute, sweet husband to <laughs> snuggle up with. Who wants to be part of our podcast? By the way. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be so cute. 
Yeah, he he bought an extra microphone, so he was like helping me a few weeks ago <laughs> when we were having all that those technical technical difficulties, yeah. like try and work out the sound issues. Yeah. And um, he's sitting here and he's on the other microphone and we're talking. And he's like, "Hey, I'd like to sit in and podcast with you guys sometime." I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. It's like when we get another microphone, and lo and behold, ta da, oh, ta da. <laughs> I think it was like Wednesday. Amazon makes delivery. Oh my and he, god! Like nonchalantly opens, he's like, "Oh look! Oh, hey, hey! Where did this, this come from? <laughs> what? What? Oh, what? What do you know? You have an extra microphone. Hey, Mister Microphone. So, so possibly the next episode, he'll be. We invited him for this we one. Did. We did. He's like a little kid that can't <laughs> wait to join us because it sounds like we're having so much fun talking about farting. Yeah, he's. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's always sitting in the other room while we're in here laughing. Cracking at us. <laughs> okay, he he peeked in earlier, and we are silent. We have our headphones on. He can't hear anything, and we're we're silent laughing because we're listening back. Yeah, to- we're listening to what we had said, and then we were cracking up so hard, nothing was coming out. And he's <laughs> he's peeking in. It's like he was totally left out. Can it was I funny. Play? Yeah, it was sad. Aww. We should let him in. We should. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to him coming next time. Alrighty. Okay. Well, we're going to call it a night. Hey, guys. If you have any suggestions, if you guys have any of your own personal stories you'd like us to read on the podcast, if you have something that you want to hear us talk about, like Uh, hit us up on Instagram or on Facebook, or you can send us an email at tipsytalespodcast at yahoo.com. If you need to talk to the dead or you need me to get rid of anything that's sicky in your house yeah call carlene if you have a <laughs> shitty ex-boyfriend that put a curse in your basement call carlene, <laughs> call carlene. <laughs> we'll get rid of that shit real quick <laughs> all right you guys thank you for listening all right, i'm you. alma i'm carlene talk to you later bye